Hello and welcome to our special European podcast, uh, Bertie and Paul podcast, and I'm delighted after all these mails and emails from people from Musical Bride, I've got Christopher Dixon on. Call, he's just going to give our first t- his 20 minutes of it, <laughs> of it downtime, just straight after the Celtic Bayer Leverkusen. Was it 4 nothing at the end of 4 nothing? It ended up 4 nothing. that's right, yep, it did. So, yeah, I just, yeah. I, I, I listened what we did, I'm gonna to go to the start of the day. I listened to the a lot of the like the State of Mind podcasts and different Celtic podcasts and they went through all the what's wrong with Celtic and what's going on and A, B and C and at the end of it one of the guys who sounded really good and sort of thorough says, But you know what it's like in a European night at Celtic when the lights are on and the music's on and the the, the fans are singing. Big teams have been frightened before and I'm just like are we actually selling our, are we selling ourselves that stuff because Celtic it just gets you going but the fact of the matter is if, we, if we're not if we don't have a well set up team we're not going to do anything in Europe end of story is, is that just me being cynical I just I don't know yeah we're just we're, we're just not good enough that's, that's, that's simple you know um, beaten by a better team tonight um, I, think, I think the real problem is that when you look at their domestic form and we're not actually good enough to win in, in Scotland just now to win, to, you know, string two or three victories together but wasn't really expecting much tonight because you know they're a good side you know Leverkusen second, second, yeah. second in the league and, and we are not particularly good and just you can't be a, a better team I was watching it on the Virgin Media but it's, a, it's an Irish it's the Irish the Irish channel they didn't even give the old trope out that it's just too easy for Celtic in Scotland. They can't even say that anymore. No, they used to say that. Oh, it's just too easy yeah. for Celtic. Nowadays, we can't even beat Dundee United. I mean. Well, that's, we always had that to fall back on. You think it was almost like a bonus, these Wednesday night or Thursday night European games, thinking, oh, you know, it's a wee bonus, you know, it's a good good atmosphere for the, you know, fans enjoy it. You were talking about the atmosphere at Celtic Park, and it is an occasion to see all these fond teams, but if we're not good enough, we've still got the league to fall back on and the cup and go for the treble, but really looking very unlikely to happen again this year, the way, the way we've started the season. So, so, Flora and, what, is it Wirtz, W-I-R-T-Z, um, who was playing tonight, did I think he scored, did he score? No, no it was Aldi that scored, but he, he was playing Wirtz. So Wirtz was playing for an under-16s team. And then he came into... Uh, he joined the academy 2020 uh, he was swiftly called up to the first team be, being the youngest Leverkusen ever debuted at the age of 17 in 16 days right he was playing for a under 16's team they took him in and he made his debut straight away and yeah he joined the club he was playing under 19 under 19 uh, football when he was 16 his first match was Schalke. Uh, Schalke immediately took control of the pitch. He wants to win. So Bayern Leverkusen has got a phenomenal youth academy. And it just breaks my heart to think we could have had a phenomenal youth academy in the last 10 years, you know. Like a phenomenal youth academy. And you can see it tonight. Those boys were fit. And Celtic were just Celtic, really, weren't they? Yeah, just, just the usual, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know where a youth academy is. Um, 
And they talk about Celtic having the best player. Maybe not at the moment. I know, I know. I think Rangers have kind of up their game with the youth academy. But years ago, they always talk about these young guys that come through at Celtic. But they kind of get to about 17, 18, then you don't really hear much. They maybe play a couple of games and then, when was the last time we really produced a, a player from the youth team? Maybe Forrest or Tierney? It's um, just, it's just, what do you call it? The, it's. I was reading about their youth model while I was watching the game, Bayern Leverkusen. Your your players, those young guys get on their phone. On their phone, when they come back to training. They have their full analysis waiting for them. So, uh, they've got everything's from the youth teams all the way up. Same philosophy, football philosophy. The football philosophy gets tweaked every three months, and the coaches are text, and they've got it on their app to show them exactly what uh, what happens or what's going to be changing in terms of their philosophy. Uh, it's just a phenomenal system because uh, after the Euros in t- t- uh, 2000, obviously the, the German teams changed changed their approach. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's just, even to the that. point of, like, they were saying this, this school, these boys are going to school, so they're getting their studies in and when they're flying in, they're going to their, their, their school day, uh, what do you call it? Some players spend 45 minutes commuting to the training ground. They use this time to watch entities and become better f- football players. So basically they're watching their own individual performances in the smartphones, so they get to evaluate their own training. Now, maybe Celtic are doing that, maybe. <laughs> but, I don't know. I but don't that's what you get from, from it. Yeah, you do, of course. It's been a while since I've watched a Celtic youth team, but do we have the same philosophy and the same tactics and formation through our youth team? Do our, do our under-14s play with inverted fullbacks like the way our top team does? It was inverted. Yeah. Was it inverted? Rawlson was so inverted he was playing in the middle of the park at some stages. It was, aye, which I don't really think that's his, 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 his style at all. And, you know, he's had a good season. I don't think anyone's saying he's going to be a real world beater, but he has had a decent season at fullback. But I think he definitely get found out tonight. Um, few mistakes, just doesn't have. You don't have time in the ball when you play against these teams. They close you down, and I think mistakes like that you can afford to make them in Scotland. You know, you can make mistakes in the opposition probably won't score, and at the other end we can probably. Well, maybe not this year, but in previous years we could probably afford to waste a few chances in front of goal, knowing that eventually we'll score. But in these games, in these European games, you just you know that they're going to be really clinical. They'll take their chances. Just. That's what you need to do. Um, but, but the point the point for me is then that okay, so you look at the, you look at look at Celtic games in Europe. The first twenty minutes is phonetic. It doesn't matter where we're playing. We play home or away. Celtic turn up and they run about like they run about for twenty minutes. And Josh is my, the me man come down. He's sitting going, Dad, they're playing really well. I said, Josh, this doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Jaw is playing great. Like Jaw is Jimmy Johnson, we touched around the side. That was just phenomenal mm-hmm. football. But it doesn't matter at all, Mr. Dixon, because the fact is, we don't get anything from it. And then yeah. we end up like a burst ball. And yeah. the pr- problem is, we really quality players, the touch never goes from, the vision never goes. They might get tired. But with Celtics uh-huh. types of players, after 20, like every time it come up to a close, like Carter Vick- Vickers was like breathing. When he was getting yellow carded for the penalty kick, mm. he was knackered. And, uh-huh. you're, and you're like, okay, that's fine, but this is a guy that's came from uh, like QPR or something. Like, I mean, he's, yeah. he's been playing for different teams down the, 
these this this is a phenomenal pace we are playing football, and mm-hmm. ultimately, it doesn't do us any good because we just make mistakes. We just make yeah. loads of mistakes when it, when yeah. when it, it, the te- tempo drops down, and then teams like Bayern Leverkusen and just got on the ball and start doing triangular passing, and we are knackered. Mm-hmm. They, they do seem to play this. You see it when the ball goes out, it goes behind Joe Hart running to get the ball straight away and get it back in. The ball goes out for a corner. It's almost like the closest man to the ball goes and takes it. It seems to be that's their philosophy. Just get the ball in. I don't want to try and tire teams down, but which again you can possibly do it against kind of a, a lesser standard of team. But good teams like that, they'll just soak it up. They'll just think, okay, you know, sit back, come at us, defend, and as you say, they kind of when they start to tire, they can still keep the ball. They can pass the ball around. Whereas we, when we tire, we just make mistakes. Really silly mistakes. Really bad mistakes, and also as well as. From, like I just can't. I just don't. From Celtic, like I, I, the last podcast I made was coming across against Angie. And I'm not really. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to trying to put something in my head to say I really want Angie to succeed, but you know the path where he has to get through to succeed, yeah. and sometimes you have to just say enough. Let's just play what's in front of us. Play the players that you have in a structure that's going to give you a, a chance and maybe just getting beat one nothing. Yeah. Because Celtic tonight, it was really exciting. I get all that, but it's four nothing again, and and it's a good against a good team. I get all that, but honestly, like if I if I see a Celtic European game where the ball gets knocked into the back post and there's nobody there again, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna just <laughs> I actually went upstairs and sat in the top step of the house. Just sat there for a while because everybody was shouting at me to be quiet. The kids were going to bed, and I just was like, I actually can't believe what I'm watching here. I mean, Turnbull done that. I just, I'm just like, please stop doing it. We're, we're k- killing ourselves every time. I had to watch it a few times to work out what he did it. I couldn't decide if he was kind of caught in two minds where to clear it or dummy it and let it go out, or if he kicked the ground. But I, I think that was it. I think he just didn't know what to do. I think he was thinking, yeah. They just leave the ball and it runs out, you know, dummy it, goes out for a goal kick and he just kind of get caught in two minds and he just fluffed it. And and look what they do, they just nap in and take their chances. That's what we can't do at the other end. They just, they're, they're so clinical, these, this, these teams. But, if, but, but I mean, that's, I mean, Bayern Leverkusen would play, what, 20, 30, 50 million Euro, uh, training games and not mm-hmm. one of their players would ever make a mistake like that. Yeah. Like, like, I, I think, I used to think back, to remember when we, we used to listen to the Celtic, they were always saying, oh, you're, like, somebody would, one of the Lisbon lines would take you, take you aside and just give you a wee word. Uh-huh. I'm wondering if Turnbull needs that word, because he was fully in control of that situation. He should be watching Celtic through the years. That should just be simply dealt with. Yeah. And also, like, we... I don't know if you've seen his chip ball into Roderick with a counter-attack, he chipped the ball into ah. Roderick. Now, I think he needs to try and work out. I mean, I was looking at it the week before, he was on the, I think when Martin Henry was showing the picture, it's Turnbull, it's on the programme, and I get he's a good football player, but he, he, he needs to earn the right. You've got to do the simple things very, very well, and then you, you show a bit of skill, and you can't just turn up, right, I'm a ball player, and you can't do that. Do you think Scott Allen did that? He needs especially, especially in big games like that. Again, I keep going back about the difference between Europe and, and, and Scotland. You can maybe do it in Scotland, get away with it, but in top, top games, it is all about just doing the simple things, keeping the ball as well. Don't give the opposition the ball. Make the simple passes. Don't do anything too fancy. 
have you noticed this thing as well about Celtic in, the, in these European games or this European game tonight is none of them try and turn if you watch the Germans it's on half spins and stuff like that uh-huh. they're moving but Celtic keep passing they get the ball and they pass it back the way and then yeah. what usually happens is maybe a, a Bayern player just a Bayern Leverkusen player just jumped in stole the ball and, it, and then suddenly yeah. suddenly we've given the ball into the no man's land between the defenders and the or the, the defenders or the, the defender the two defenders but you know what I mean you're like guys why not just try and turn yeah and, and when they get the ball, they just they cut us open. They go through us so easily. They're all so comfortable running with the ball, making passes, making runs off the defender. I just that's good. But we don't, we don't have. I mean, the, the, that goal, the second goal. I mean, I'm literally, I'm just praying that we keep Ralston in some sort of position. We just, he's just not there. And against any sort of class, good opposition, it, it doesn't matter. I mean. Angie needs to realise that once we start moving up levels, the minute these guys see space, they put the ball into space. It's yeah, just so- and I get what they're trying to do with this, these fullbacks where they push them into midfield and can almost like flood the midfield. But when they do lose the ball and give it, you can't lose the ball because when you give it to the opposition, there's then just big huge holes in the fullback positions, and then the two centre halves have to go across cross and cover, which again puts a big huge space down the middle. Um, but it's funny, but the, it's funny, it's funny as in we've been here before. We've been here with Rogers turn up. Remember he was playing five at the back against Barcelona, PSG, yeah. or whatever. Remember and he was just like, oh. Now, is there a is there a case now that we just I don't know? Is somebody gonna have to have a word and say, look, Angie, for you to keep your job, which we all want you to keep your job, but we need to get back to some sort of basics and then get the players in. They can they can deliver for you on your building blocks, but you can't. Mm-hmm. And I, I I get it. Like the, the Irish TV is like we have to you have to give Celtic their due. They kept at it. I understand it. I really understand it. And I don't mind getting beat of being Celtic getting beat in Europe. I don't mind it. But we need to cut out all the silliness, just mm-hmm. silliness. And I don't think a Celtic team should have Tumble and Roderick playing against any top top class opposition. I mean, you two of them together. I mean, look, Martin O'Neill never played Moravchik. Moravchik, one, one of the best football players we've ever, ever had at Celtic Park, never played away for Martin O'Neill. Against my, I mean, I was shouting, I was balling. You were there with us as well. We were going nuts. I wanted Moravchik. But Martin O'Neill was no, no, stuck to his principles. And then when Beaton and McCarthy came on the, the second half, we looked as if we had some sort of base to play. I don't think yeah. that's, I mean, nobody's going to. Nobody's going to come over and hit Angie with a handbag if he just sticks in a couple of midfield players and gives us a base. I know, I know. Oh, well, I kind of like the idea of one of those guys playing Beaton or, or McCarthy. Just the, the problem is that they never really seem to be fit to play against <laughs> any you know, decent one in the team. Because I think McCarthy was kind of brought in to, to fill that role of Scott Brown, a younger version of Scott Brown. But I mean, I know, I know his record, his appearance record over the last three years hasn't been great. I don't know if it's small niggly injuries if it's the same injuries he just can't get fit but he can't really rely on to play every week I mean on he gets taken off into the weekend I don't know if it was an injury or the guy clattered him didn't he so, yeah um, well I suppose the fact that he was on the bench tonight was, was good enough um, just just the squad is so bare as well um, but here's the thing but that, that's the thing like they keep saying Angie doesn't have the team I mean I was listening to that today Angie, Angie would 
this isn't Angie's team, this is not the team he wants, but like this that's not reality. I mean a Celtic manager, you're not gonna play the you're not ever gonna have the team that you want. Yeah. Like if Celtic had set up differently tonight, we we might have we might have been able to play our way into the game at, mm-hmm. at a pace that suited us not like this harem skin of football is is lovely to watch, like the T V commentators were going bananas and I mean thank God for Joe Hart. Thank God we bought Joe Hart. Yeah, I mean, geez, oh. and and I'm not denying that Celtic didn't play. I mean, Celtic Jota played well. Uh, the, all the front, all the boys played well up front, didn't they? Kyogo played I well. Thought, I thought they, they were good. They're fast, aren't they? They're good. They're fast. Yeah. They're good in the There's something there. There's definitely something there. I just I'm, I'm not sure how they'll perform against teams that just sit back. Cause, yeah, because. Yeah, Tonight, Leverkusen came out a wee bit and gave a bit of space in, in behind and Kyogo was unlucky a few times when he went through. But I don't know how they... I'm not sure how good he is. Well, he's been brilliant. You know, he's been a breath of fresh air. He's a great player. I'm just wondering how good he'll be through the middle on his own if we're playing against a team that just sits back like um, St. Murnau or whatever, St. Johnson, I don't know, that just sit back and defend. I wonder how what he's like as a, a lone striker through the middle. I don't know. And then because um, he, he's definitely good when he uses his pace hitting teams in the counter attack or cutting in off the wing. Um, they all are all three strikers or the, the, the wings well, in the strike. I think that, um, I mean Jota's the ball. Some of Jota's stuff tonight. A lot of Frimpong. Frimpong looked taller tonight, but Frimpong mm. was a physical match for him. Yeah, mm. The other the other thing that look at positive. So Hearts are positive. I think both the defenders tonight played relatively well. I can hear yeah, Bertie yeah. shouting at me right. as I talk this, but I mean they're left very exposed and. Carter Vickers, I mean, it wasn't a penalty kick, but he, 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 no, he, he delivers and he, he, he stands up. And Starfield stands up. It just feels as if they've just left themselves quite a lot. Uh, Ralston, I thought, played well for wherever he was playing. But, I mean, yeah. he does, gives it his all. He tries hard. Uh, Monty, geez, oh. Monty looks like a wee boy in my, in my Sophie's under-12s <laughs> class. <laughs> I mean, he's just a wee boy, <laughs> Uh, Ralston's been good Ralston's been uh, excellent this year I think he has because a lot of people wrote him off but you wonder if SPL's is his limit maybe or his kind of level I don't know if it's a bit of a, a, a step up to, to the European levels maybe a bit much for him but um, well, he, I don't know but, but then who else have they got at the moment so yeah no but you're, if you're a right back you're a right back mm-hmm. like Andy's asking him to do too much I mean, you go on a big European, you go on a big European game. Those boys he was playing against, that boy, they get injured and get that. He was amazing. He was a great football player. Like yeah. back in the day, you're like just stay in your position. Mm-hmm. He's like running up and doing like he's yeah. doing Angie's washing for him. Aren't they? I mean, he's yeah, like yeah. washing yeah, his car. His choice to move. He used to stay in position, but he's obviously been given instructions to push, push yeah, on, so and push in. You can't do and that. But good spaces in behind him. But like, as a defender, you can't do that. And you're a, as a Scottish defender, you can't do it. You've got to, you've got to play your way into the game. And he's just like, I mean, he must be knackered. Well, so, he's following, following the manager's instructions, you know, and just that's what that's the way he wants him to play. This is the style. He doesn't seem to back down from this. He's, um, you know, you're saying just play it a bit simpler, just do the simple things. But he obviously fancies that's attacking football, pushing the midfield, pushing the defenders up, and. 
flooding the midfield, playing with pace up front. But it's, 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 it started off the season kind of working okay. It looked quite promising after the after the first game, first game of the season. It kind of things kicked in, but at the moment it's just. I don't know if teams have caught on to them, the way to play against them. I don't really know. Well, they've, they've obviously missed go as well. That's been a, he's been a big miss. I think Martin Henry's point was that they did have the players to play some of that system at the start, but those players are no longer with us. And now they're no longer with us. And tonight, you don't have Edward, you don't have no. Christie, so that's fine. Christie as well, for all that he doesn't maybe... Not really turned up against Rangers, maybe some of the bigger games. He had a poor year last year. I thought he started the season well, and uh, he's not been replaced. Um, I know it's okay saying uh, Jota's replaced him, but I think we needed already needed a left winger, so I'd have liked to have brought in Jota and, and kept Christie in the midfield as well. Um, Edward, have we replaced him? I don't know. Maybe uh, we have. Pretty light. Griffiths left in as well, which yeah. I'm happy to see him go, but. Um, we're pretty big on strikers. We've got what three just now? Not all. Only one of them's. Kamala, Kamala's playing well in New York, and then there was a discussion oh, actually, discussion cool. about like Kamala this and that, and I'm like, well, it's much of a muchness, isn't it? It's just like, and also like John, the boys text, he's saying, like, surely if you buy left backs, just play left backs, don't. Like, like we we buy these players to comp for backup, but then we don't end up playing them. Like, yeah. I'm just like scales shot. I'm like, okay, just play them. Just they're not good enough. Well, don't buy them then. Don't buy, buy them. them then. Them just don't buy them. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. I just I'm worrying. I'm not. I I fully expected it. I mean, I think. We would, I said five or four. So we got. I couldn't get the score right. Didn't, obviously, didn't put any money on it. So I didn't. It's. I fully expected what was going to happen. I didn't realise that Celtic would play so well in terms of chances. In terms of. But I'm just too realistic. I just feel as if like I'm Aberdeen at the weekend, away at Petardry, man. Jeez, I'm so. I'm just like, oh, they're not. Aberdeen have not won in nine games or something like that, and we're going to go up there. And they're these, yeah. these, and it's the same team. I mean, Roderick's played, what, 18 games in the spin? So yeah, it's... it's I like him. Um, yeah, I, I can expect that tonight. I wasn't expecting much from it at all. Probably thought maybe lose 2-0, two, two maybe. Um, and then I saw the, the, the team. You wasn't expecting McGregor to come back. Well, not I, at I all, no. I was the same team as started. I mean, Montgomery to start. But McGregor came in and Kyogo, and then I thought, oh, here we go. I get a little bit more optimistic. And I thought, might get something out of this. And the way they started the game, you thought we could give it a win. It wasn't brown, it was mad. <laughs> you, you, um, you were watching RTE, I was watching BT Sport, and Neil Lennon was in the studio, oh. he was talking tonight, so I thought, how bad can it get that Neil Lennon's trying to give Big Ange advice on what he should be doing? And you know, that's just. Oh, I couldn't have listened to him. Bertie texts and said Neil Lennon's. Put him on mute. Um, he should, um, he's got a bit of a cheek to do that. He has given I don't think he said us. I was listening for him. I'm sure he said Celtic a few times, but he didn't say us. Um, yeah, just uh, so kind of what I expected, to be honest. Um, they probably put in a better performance in the first 20 minutes, but once they went a goal down, you just thought, mm, I, don't, I can't see a way back into this. Um, I just, yeah I, 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 yeah, I fully expected it. I thought they played better. I thought. There is signs of better players there, 
I mean, I'm quite happy for Beaton and McCarthy or whatever to play in the middle of the park as long as we get a bit of stability and we stop running about. Mm-hmm. But the more he does this, I mean, the, the other thing was, I mean, I know Andy G always says to us, well, we talk about Rangers. We've not talked about Rangers in this podcast for ages. But if I was a Rangers manager sitting watching that game back, you know then you just keep hitting up. I mean, they were, Bayern Leverkusen hit three or four long balls tonight and we just uh-huh. went, we just went, I don't know where we went to. Yeah. Every long ball seemed to kill us. Mm-hmm. And it's these things he's got to resolve or do something about, but I just see, yeah. I'm hoping that it's not, I'm hoping that Aberdeen turn it around and we start to move on from these games because obviously the players are back and maybe McGregor and Kyogo and all don't go to international duty, give them a rest because, geez, oh, we're playing foot. I mean, whatever we can see about Celtic just now, the players are giving their all, aren't they? I mean, geez, oh. I mean, I mean, there's no hiding place playing an Angie team you're running about like a lunatic the whole game. <laughs> I, mean, I think you're right. The players coming back, hopefully they'll make a difference because, like I said at the start, you don't want nightmare. I know you want to progress in Europe, of course you do. You don't want to just, because that, that was one of the problems. I think Chris Nelson spoke about that last time, you know, when we were winning the league every year and we were going for nine in a row, ten in a row. People saying, okay, what about Europe now? You know, let, let's start making advances in Europe. But you don't mind so much. Losing to a better team, like a good German team, if you're doing well domestically, if you're doing yeah. well in the league. But what, what, six points behind Rangers already this early season? And you hear a lot of people saying Rangers aren't playing very well. You think, well, if they're not playing well and they're six ahead of us, what happens when they kind of kick into gear? Yeah. So we really need to start putting a run of form together. Um, but maybe with McGregor and Kyogo back, they might make a bit of a difference. still think the squad is really, really, um, really thin. When you get a few injuries, we don't have players to bring in, particularly up front. No, no goal scorers really. That, Although the, the Greek boy came on tonight and yeah, done some we'll stuff. See, we'll see if, if he gets a run in the team, we'll see what happens. But that then goes back, but goes back to Bayern Leverkusen with their youth policy, bringing all these boys yeah. on, all these young guys, tall players yeah. that got a touch, moved the ball around. Now Celtic, yeah. I mean Celtic, where's our striker? Where's our Maloney? Where's our Megidi? Where's our yeah, no, it's been a while. Chris Hay, where's Chris Hay? Used to come on uh-huh. school. I mean, but where's all these players? Where's all these strikers? Yeah. I mean, surely young boys want to play striker nowadays, know what I mean? Yeah, it's been a long time since we produced a striker. We have, you know, a few, de- few defenders. Um, no, no, no. Stephen McManus, Tierney, we had some midfielders, but it's a long time since we produced a, a striker come into the team and scored some goals. I know. We're talking about Jerry Craney, no? No, Maloney, Maloney wasn't really a centre forward, but I remember he scored. Did we meet each other at Ibrox that day? Remember he came on? That's we that eighteen-year-old came on. I think Larson has scored his fiftieth goal or something. That, <laughs> that was the game. The Maloney. I'm sure he went through as well at one point and kind of. I hit he fl- he hit at the side the net or something, didn't uh, he? Ah, that's right. Uh, yeah, like, that was who's one that game. guy? Was it three 0 Was it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think won the league already, and then uh, he scored his fiftieth goal. That's right. You see him putting the five and the zero up. Yeah, uh, turned out he was living beside us. I think Maloney was living. Turned out he was living. Somebody was living. I think Maloney was. I don't know. He was just one of these guys who just appeared. But again, yeah, it could be good if Celtic brought because those are the games tonight. Like the boys were re- talking about Tony Watt. I mean, Tony Watt came on that Barcelona game and scored. I mean, he, I'm yeah. not saying he was a youth. I'm not saying he was a great. But he did come on and score. He was on the bench and came on. But Celtic right, seemed of. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I I, 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 I did enjoy it. I enjoyed. No, did I enjoy it? 
I enjoyed watching it with my dad. My dad's over from school. I did enjoy it tonight to a point, but I did get up and sit in the step for 10 minutes because mm-hmm. it was just playing in my head. Yeah. Just I know, I guess the two and three, you think, well, I'm not coming back from this. You're just... just... I just can't go these... I just can't go watching football teams with left-backs and right-backs. It just drives me nuts. I just... Yeah. You keep looking. Like, at the goal, I'm texting... Straight away, like the minute the ball goes over, I'm like, "Where's my, where's the right? Where's where's my right back? Where is he?" Yeah. And you're looking, and before you look, the ball's in the back of the net. <laughs> you're like, "Oh no, come on!" Or right-footed fullbacks play at left back as well. Just you know, do the simple things. Just play a, a left footer at left uh, back. But you've got a couple on the bench, but you don't play them because it's oh, oh it's driving me nuts. But yeah, like, look, hopefully. Well, when's your remedy? When's your remedy? All that. It's January, isn't it? The transfer window opens and. In Scotland, you know, you could be you could be out of it by then. You know, if you don't well, hang in there, it's... Well, the thing is with Celtic, it's the astronomy train. You remedy on the coaching field or you remedy on the transfer market. The only yeah. the coaching field's out because we we're told you just go Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday now, so that's fine. And also, uh, it's free transfers now, but surely there's a couple of free... I don't know. I don't, I don't know, but something has to... Because of the injuries, we might have to go to get free transfers. But then one of the points today was we don't who buys the players. There's nobody there to buy the players. We don't have a we don't have a guy. We've got a. a and, and what's Andrew's knowledge of Scottish or British football as well? He's only been here for a few months, so he, how is he meant to get linked? He might be some of the top players, but how can he be relied on to pick up free transfers from English division teams? And he doesn't have time. You don't. I don't know. He's buying the players, I don't know who's. Well, there's nobody. Because your your CEO is away, and I don't think we've got a, we don't have a, a transfer guy anymore. I don't think we no, have got him. I don't think so. So we don't have anybody can maybe bring in like maybe Angie brings in Craig Moore or something as he's still playing. I know. <laughs> and he's just been lumped with uh, with Lennon's coaches as well. Just which I just thought I just automatically thought they'll they'll leave. They'll, they'll they'll all be shipped out, and he'll be allowed to bring his own guys in. He might bring in. Not necessarily an Australian guy might bring in someone that he knows with a knowledge of Scottish football, but the fact he's just been given this backroom staff and just said, uh, just work with them. It's, your, oh, it's yeah. a bad setup at Celtic from top to bottom. Well, yeah, just to, just to make you even, uh, Martin, Martin Henry sent a picture in around about 20, I don't know, half an, half an hour to go, Mark. And there's uh, Gavin striking out with his tracksuits on, pointing to the players, giving them instructions. And then he sent a picture of uh, uh, Manus is out doing the defence warm up, warm down, or warm up. So there we go. It's McManus. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I enjoyed some of it. I did, but I just I, we have to compete. Celtic have to compete for me. We just have to. Yeah. And I don't think we. I think we're giving ourselves too many too many obstacles of our own making to compete I mean I mean Turnbull just has to do the right thing then then the game goes sets again I'm not saying we won the game but because he kept playing her. but because Turnbull does what he does then we're totally snackered uh, you're just making it really easy for the opposition just gifting them goals yeah. like that two yeah. goals two goals that were, were gifts and the penalty was unlucky but eh uh, the last goal, the boys just like touch, touch, shoot, bang. Yeah. See you later on. 
So what we'll do is we'll, we'll get together then. We'll get when Chris Nelson will be back. Uh, I think Bertie's joining it. So when Chris Nelson's back, we'll maybe maybe get Stephen over and we'll, we'll have a chat then. Hopefully then Aberdeen game goes through and we have something else to talk about. But yeah, yeah fingers crossed. Get a, get a result of the weekend and um, get some points together. Put a run together. Get uh, get some confidence in the for team for Christmas. Uh, for Christmas, I, I don't know if we can hang on in there, hang on not too far off Rangers, and then maybe they'll bring some players in in, in the transfer window. But <laughs> it was such a big job, and I think we said that at the time. It was such a big job. Yeah. Look at the number of players that are left have been brought in. Now I'm thinking twelve players brought in. Go twelve. The four defenders and the three strikers from tonight. They're all I think new. None of them played yeah. last year. I know Ralston was there, and Montgomery was. The youth team, whatever, but that's that's seven, um, what eight new players really. Um, yeah, we midfield's pretty much the same, but it's a it's a lot of changes, and they do take time to settle in. Right. Well, um, it's not the same because Roger Roger was never near that team. Now he plays played eighteen games. He plays ninety minutes. Now it's like a total. Like I, I, McGregor and Turnbull from last year. That's all. That's it. And then I I, I sent. I had a wee look, my, my dad's over, so he, he brought he brings over, I think it's actually Stephen's programme from the Lazio game, which is fantastic, <laughs> makes it even sweeter because he's never getting it, <laughs> but the Lazio game, uh, the Celtic players, is it's unreal, Gordon, Julian, Simonovic, Beaton, Brown, Griffiths, Bayo, Sinclair, Bayer, Hayes, Lewis Morgan, Christie, Tom Rogic, Johnson, Shevard, Shevard, uh, uh, Nietzscheam, Edward, Bolingoli, Scott Bain, uh, Ayer, McGregor, Forrest, um, Mohammed, uh, Fraser Foster. Like, that's a lot of players we've lost in three years. A lot of players. It's just, yeah, you're right. Maybe we haven't looked at this, but then. have been replaced. Which you don't mind if we were cutting costs or we were in debt and we were trying to save money, but. We're meant to be pretty well off financially. I think the club's run pretty well run financially, um, but we just don't seem to want to spend any money. Um, but I, I get back I to know. I get back to it. But like, remember Angie's like he's got twenty three days to get in the Champions League. Like, yeah. imagine if we get in the Champions League. Imagine if we'd pawned off some sort of miracle we're in the Champions League. We were getting absolutely. I mean, we're getting toasted already. In it. mm-hmm. It's just. But but going back to one of the first conversations we had that. Uh, they should have got rid of Lennon a long time ago. You know, that, this always happens. You bring a new manager in and they bring new players in and, you know, within about a week they're playing Champions League qualifiers. They should have given, mm-hmm. they should have decided their manager a long time ago. Maybe kind of, well, you know, not last October, but at least very, very latest March or April and give the manager a few months to assess the squad and decide who he wants to bring in. But as, as usual, they always leave to the last minute. I just hope, I hope, hope Lennon, I'm getting angry now, but, it's going to hang enough, but I hope Lennon hasn't been unkind to Angie in that. Because I, I just don't like this thing about what they did to to Ronnie all those years ago. I thought it was unpleasant. I thought it wasn't called for. And he can't be getting into f- f- studios and mouth. I just, no. No, I just, I just, he I didn't, not I didn't be doing that. He, too much to him. I just knew he was, he was going to give an opinion how Celtic should be playing. And I thought, what do you know? That's why you're out of a job, because you've got no idea. Yeah, I, know. Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly what he said. As I say, I, I, I muted him when he was on. So. 
Nej. Der er så ikke bad det her i stil, i var bedst på Patrick. Åh, jeg var raging bad, jeg sagde, jeg tror, jeg sagde noget, du ved, quality teams, quality teams, do quality things, or something like that, or some sort of really nice insight, and I think Barry just took his telly off the walls. <laughs> just went yeah, off, off. Well, anyway, I appreciate like, it. I do appreciate like it. He's a pundit, isn't is Barry not a, bit of a fan of Charlie Mulgrew? Uh, no. Uh, mm, <laughs> anyway. We're fans of anything nowadays. We're just a grumpy old man, I think. That's that. Uh, it's more about everything. I don't, I, I don't think... Uh, just, I want Angie to do well, but... Of course, you do want him to do well. You want his style of football. You want this fast attacking football to do well. But if it's not working, you say maybe he needs to change it slightly. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what we, what's our record away from home this year? And is it um, we lost all three games? Yeah, we've not lost like we've just not won a game for ages. <laughs> Basically, it doesn't matter. And these are the games that you think that say. You know, teams, some defensive teams come and sit in at Celtic Park and it's hard to break them down, but yeah. when you go to these away grounds, then maybe they, they're, they're more inclined to open up a bit, so we should be taking advantage of the space and beside, between them, behind them, sorry, with these fast players. Um, although, again, Kyogo didn't play against Livingston, did he? And he, against Rangers, they played on the wing. And after playing so well through the middle, he decided to move him out to the wing to bring Edward back in. But anyway, that's another story. Yeah, these are weird in Crystal Palace, selling fortunes and long goals. I don't, I don't like the, the booing of Frimpon as well. Would you have booed Frimpon yourself? No, just like, I kind of heard that, and I thought I wasn't sure if they were booing just in general the opposition, but then a few times I thought no, they're actually booing him. Not really doing much wrong. I know he's a nice wee lad, really. Aye, I liked him. Yeah, they're all wearing t-shirts of him last year, and then somebody for booing him. Aye, I know, no, no, I thought it was a bit uncalled for if that's what was happening. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, you've got you've got school tomorrow, young man. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> so I better fire this up. Guys, and, uh, no, I appreciate I appreciate it, Chris, because I just clicked in last night and said, "Oh, when you school by guys are kicking about." Chris Nelson's away at the game, so maybe we'll catch yeah, up next still week. Still be in the bus. I want you to catch Bertie. I've still to speak to Bertie on here as well. Bertie's a he's a busy, busy, busy man. I'll tell you. I think mm-hmm. he's trying to pass his standard grades for his son <laughs> by himself. I think he's going to do the exam. He's going to get caught in the exam wall. Yeah, he's yeah. a busy man. Talking of busy men, I met Big Jerry a few weeks back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Young Flynn. I was t- dropping, t- dropping my son down, um, down at Hamilton. He was doing like a, a, a camp. When was that? Was that summer? It must been summer. It been summer. I was doing one of these soccer camp, football camps. And I'm, and I'm walking away and I see this guy coming towards me with a suit on. And he's kind of holding the phone out to the side, and I thought, that's Big Jerry. What are you doing? He said, I'm in a conference call. He said, I can't stop to speak to you. He said, I'll see you in a minute. And then he kind of disappeared. So it's obviously, I don't know what he's doing, buying and selling something. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm not he wasn't really sure. anyway with a suit on, and then he was chatting away. Or, unless he wasn't. Maybe it was you and Betty was on to conference call. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, looking he good looking now. Good he, does, he does, he's, he's slimmed down, and I left. I know, because when I left, when I left uh, to go wherever I went to, Danny needed Danny need another right hand man. I mean, <laughs> so Jerry had to slim down. <laughs> <laughs> I think his son must be the same age, because he was dropping him off at the same time. Ah, so, jeez, yeah. we're all getting old. Ah, some boy. Right, so next week Nelson and I'll get Betty on, and then ah, uh, whole team on. We'll, uh, we'll talk, we'll, we'll we'll talk about Charlie Mulgrew and Neil Lennon. 
But we'll just listen back to Neil Lennon's <laughs> chat at half time and just get angry with each other. <laughs> well, fantastic. Well, thank you very much, right. guys. Thanks nice everybody for listening. And, yeah, appreciate everybody listening. Hopefully, hopefully, Aberdeen, come on. We get a Decanio moment or something like that, a George Cadetti moment, and suddenly everything goes, starts to fire up, maybe. But I appreciate Mr. Dice. We didn't even get to talk about these people in West. Was it Westland, Westwood bus? The Japanese. Uh, oh, yeah, actually. East Friday, jeez. I mean, was it like when I was a boy? It's a nice that's place. That's Nelson's side of town. Is Westwood. it? Yeah, that's an area. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll speak to you later. Thanks a lot. Take no care. Problem. All the best. Bye bye. Take care. Bye.